Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation And you are listening to The Dork Forest The website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com if you like a determiner Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul, if ever bored. JackieCasia.com. Sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand-up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and there is a PayPal button on both DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to DorkForest.Bandcamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's a live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks. So I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also some stand up. There's a story uh, album. That's very exciting there. And um, other than that, I have a lot of merch in my garage. Feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD. And uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation. Let's get into the show. Hi. Jackie Cation, I am in a hotel room in Las Vegas, Nevada. That is a picture of a trombone player over there. And I have with me someone who enjoys music. So it's going to be a musical episode of The Dork Forest, which is always uh, a minefield for me because I don't know anything. But welcome to the program, Nelsie Spencer. I was on your podcast and then I was like, do you want to be on my podcast? And so here we are. You were you were on my podcast and I was just listening, re-listening to uh, the interview, the episode with you, because first of all, I loved it. And second of all, I'm like grabbing nice little snippets of it because I want to send you some because they're Instagram and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. Super fun. So it's called losing it. And it's at losing it pod for all the Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook needs. But if you go to Nelsie Spencer, any L S I E Spencer spelled like Spencer.com uh, is everything linkable? Like what if nothing's wrong podcast, your other podcast, is that one linked? That's not linked there yet. Okay. So, uh, so you have to go to what if nothing's wrong pod on all the socials to find us. And that includes YouTube because both of our podcasts are, also video. Now we're video because of pandemic and Zoom. And it's it's just nice to see people. And because I have a producer who's a millennial and he was like, oh, you need a YouTube channel. And I'm like, OK, so <laughs> good luck. Good luck to you, son. And uh, <laughs> you do that. And, I'm over here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to talk into the thing and then you can do whatever you want. So exactly. that's outstanding. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Well, so those are the, I mean, and then you have, uh, there's a therapist 
Twitter that you have a professional therapist that if you tweeted them? Well, here's the what thing. Is that? I, well, here's the thing. During the pandemic, my my producer and I uh, thought, well, you know what? Well, what actually happened is my friend Heidi Haddad, who's a therapist, who's also a client of mine because I'm a writing teacher and she's writing this fantastic novel. She's a therapist and she started tweeting um, saying, you know, ask me anything. Okay. And I'm a therapist. The times are tough. I'm here. And she started doing that every Thursday. And people were uh, not psyched. shockingly. Yeah, they were really psyched. And so she went from having like three followers on Twitter to having many, many more. And she started doing it every Thursday. And I was like, I was like, I think it might be a podcast, but then you can say that about everything. Am I right? Right, right. <laughs> Are we talking? Is is it real? Are we having a real conversation if we're not actually recording it? Yes. Yes, it yes. is. You're doing yes. great, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, so we started having it be like a little addendum to losing it on Thursdays and we called it Therapy Thursday. And um, then we realized that it kind of needed its own thing and it kind of became, it. you know, it, 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 it just blossomed. And it, the funny thing is it's me, you know, uh, a woman of a certain age from, uh, I'm a baby boomer. So that tells you how old I am. I'm a, I'm at the young end of baby boomer, but I'm old. <laughs> like I was just, I was There's just nothing to be done about it. Nelsie. just There's own it. it. You look own great. It. And, uh, and you, I don't know what your partnership situation is or, so, oh. I can't wait. I can't wait to be able to go. No, I don't want to. I don't want to have sex. You can't make me. <laughs> uh, right now. I occasionally want to, and then I have to figure out if uh, the fellow sitting next to me wants to. So, because well, I, I'm very lucky because I have a husband who I've been with for a very long time, and he looks at me and he still sees me like the 28 year old me. Yeah, and he has the libido of a 16 year old boy. So, bow, um, bow, bow. so you're yeah. doing fine. <laughs> So you don't. Yeah. So yes. thank you. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. You. So I'm, so you're getting some, I'm getting some, but I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, so, so I'm, so the next thing I know it's me and Ronnie, who's a millennial, uh, he's, um, Filipino American millennial boy and Heidi, who's, I think she's a Gen X or therapist. So it's this very weird sort of, Grouping, so, but we're, but it's a nice perspective from different age groups is what you're saying. It's so I much think. fun. Yeah. Yes, it really is. It cool. really is. So it's really fun and it's funny and also sometimes quite serious and, and hopefully powerful. You, you guys. Oh my God. It. We're so powerful. It's uh, so powerful. The, things, they drop some knowledge and it's at Heidi L Haddad, H-A-D-D-A-D. So yeah. it'll all be in the notes, you guys. But yeah. uh, losing it, what if nothing's Heidi's wrong? Heidi, Heidi does her live thing Thursday nights. She okay. does the live tweet thing. And I do want to say that um, uh, Ronnie um, Whaley is my producer because he's a superstar. And, you know, seriously, I would just be sitting alone talking to myself if it weren't for him. So, sure. you know, yeah, wouldn't we all? He makes the magic. Shout out mm-hmm. to Patrick Brady. I should have muted yeah. myself, but I didn't. See, <laughs> he could probably fix that if I gave him time code. Man's got a life to lead, Patrick Brady. I love him dearly. Uh, I, I live every January in uh, in fear that he's going to be like, yeah, we're having kids now. So uh, yeah, I, I got to move on, Jackie. I got other shit to do. It's, I'm procreating. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but you want to do music, which I think is interesting because Andy really likes uh, 1970s funk as well. Uh, my husband, but I don't know when it comes on. I'm always like, this is, this is one of those songs, right? 
And he's like, yes, yes, it is. And, uh, <laughs> and then I learned some. Yeah. Well, since I've been listening to the dork forest. <clears throat> oh, she muted it. Good call. Yeah, I know. So, so professional. I am aware mm-hmm. of your being slightly challenged in the music department, <laughs> which I find very entertaining. <laughs> it's a great drinking. It's a great drinking game. If you still drink people. Uh, so I think we should establish a baseline sure. of what you know and what you don't. Well, yeah, start out with uh, sort of your basic, what's what's the basic things that you like? And I'll let you know okay. what it is. Let's start with Aretha Franklin. Okay. She uh, has a biopic coming out called Respect. And, uh, and I have heard that song and uh probably <laughs> several others is that soul i believe that or is that r&b that's soul you know I, you know look i'm just a white girl from the suburbs and i don't know if i can give you the correct what's the difference between soul and r&b i kind of know the difference between soul and r&b and funk because funk has a certain baseline sure. it's a little more uh like ohio players and i would say sly and the family stone and that's a little more funk, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, funkadelic, of course, is funk. Um, so I can't be specific about that. But yes, uh, Aretha Franklin, there's a biopic coming out and she was the queen of soul. Okay. That was her title. That was her yeah. title. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember queendom being mentioned. Uh, so, and she's got <laughs> pipes that never end, right? She's got pipes that never end. She started singing in the church. She, um, I she just learned that Stevie Wonder just started singing I, at the church. I Did you listen to, to that, that episode? episode right. And I feel like she and I could really chat because I did get to see Stevie Wonder live in his prime. Ooh. Yeah. Saw him live in his prime at, get this, just to date myself and to let you know what a radical kid I was, to a fundraiser for Angela Davis. Young people, look it up. Yep. yep. Because she was I know on who trial. Angela Davis is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And so there was a fundraiser for her. And my brother and I went and saw and um I mean I remember Stevie Wonder was there. I don't remember who else was there, but Stevie Wonder was the highlight of the performers. So, so you know who Stevie Wonder is. Right. And, and you know, what, what was the venue that you saw this concert? What it was like, it was like at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion or something like that. In, like it was a fancy in Los in Angeles. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I grew up in Los Angeles in, in the South Bay. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. South of Torrance, right? If you Torrance runs right into um Palos Verdes Peninsula, that's where I grew up. Okay. And I was lucky that I had two big brothers who both loved music. And so I got a lot of, you know, influences from them. Mm -hmm. And my brother and I were both really into R&B and soul. And we listened to, not only did we listen to Aretha Franklin, but we saw her live several times. Oh my gosh. Yes. We saw her live at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm Mm-hmm which was fantastic. We saw her live at a venue that I don't think is there anymore called the now Grove. That's like used to be in downtown LA, I think. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. My brother and I, um, he would get tickets to let's say see Aretha Franklin, the now Grove. Right. And we'd go there and the now Grove was like a nightclub. Right. So you'd go there and you'd pull up and, a valet would park your car. Right. Now the car that my brother and I w- were driving 
was we would start it with a screwdriver because we'd lost the keys. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to know what your car this was. What what car was it? Well, it was a Cortina, which is a car that most people never heard about. <laughs> nope. Oh, the Cortina. Oh, of course, the famous Cortina. Who made well, the Cortina? Uh, the Cortina was a, a a Ford that was made in England that for some unknown reason, my father thought that should be the car we should have. Wow. All yeah. right. Now, and- my, my, <laughs> my father also, when we were really little, had a Citroen which, you know, is a French car. It's a very sexy car. Oh. There, no one else in our neighborhood had a French Citroen. So my dad was always a little bit. He was a car guy is what I'm hearing. Uh, he just made unconventional choices, right? Sure. Right. If, if the neighbor had a station wagon, we were going to have a French Citroen, you know? Is this a oh. Cortina? <laughs> is that, that what you is were driving? Cortina. Well, Fortunately, we had a slightly newer model, but by the time, like my dad, a <laughs> little bit newer, but not that much newer. Yes. Okay. And, and by, and by the time we, we probably only had it for a year and we'd already trashed it. Right. Sure. We, you were children. We, had, we were children. We had lost the, the keys. My brother, when he locked the keys in the car at one point, do you remember the, the wing windows, Jackie, that you could. It was yeah, a that, little, yeah, just or or you'd pop them, yeah, you for the back seat. The, they were completely yeah. useless, completely and they, useless. Because especially if your parents chain smoked like mine did, and you would just sort of <laughs> stick your mouth right by it and try to suck air into the car, into right. the vehicle from those right. pop right. tiny triangle yeah. pop windows. Yeah, well, the Cortina had two in the front as well. Oh. And when the keys oh, yeah. got locked in the right, my brother kicked in the, the wing window and uh, so he could to reach. get the keys sure. out. Yeah. And but then so by the time we went to see Aretha Franklin at the now Grove <laughs> to, to the, meet the valet guy who was to meet the, he to be impressed. Right. Yes. And instead of us handing him the keys, we handed him a screwdriver. <laughs> how did he how did he take that? He looked at the screwdriver, looked at us. I mean, we were, I think I was 15. Cardi was probably 16 or 17. We were these little white kids who should not have been out on their own, surrounded by wealthy African-Americans at, that were on their way to see Aretha Franklin. I mean, it, what is wrong with this picture? We just right. don't fit. Why are we here? Right. But we still got to go in. And right. we... And we saw Aretha Franklin and she sang, she opened with rock steady. I still remember, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. was a hit, I think in the seventies, I won't try to sing it because I can't be Aretha Franklin, but it's a fabulous song. It's a, it's probably one of her biggest hits from like late sixties, early seventies. Okay. So, um, so so, so I'm, I'm letting you know a little bit who Aretha Franklin is and why she was so fabulous, because she had those pipes. Right. 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 She, she started out singing in the church. Um, Respect is one of her big hits. The house that Jack built. If you've never heard that, I'm going to I know you're going to ask for for um, oh, a playlist. Oh, I wouldn't honey, mind. Oh, I'm going to put and I don't know if I can call it down to to eight. I will try. You have but, to, because I can't okay. listen. Uh, it all 
Murray Valeriano, Valeriano uh, made a, famously did an episode of The Dork Forest and gave me a USB stick with 102 songs on it. <laughs> uh, uh, he did an episode of The Dork Forest about the band U2, and it had over uh, 100 oh, songs on yeah. it. And I no, said to him, no. you've given me a no, free no. USB stick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I will not be listening to this. So try okay. to pick eight. I know it. I'm going to try so, to pick eight. Yeah. Okay. So the house that Jack built is another one of her famous ones from sixties, mid, okay. mid to late sixties. So you got respect. You got the house that Jack built. Then in, do you, you, do you know who Simon and Garfunkel are? Yes. Okay. Um, there, do you remember their song bridge over troubled water? Yes. Okay. I do. It was nominated for a Grammy. Okay. And Aretha Franklin sang it on the Grammys. Oh, wow. And if you've never heard her version of Bridge Over Troubled Water, I will put it. I will yeah. be on the playlist. Yeah. It is transformational. She plays it on the Grammys, sitting at the piano. I swear, I think that she's wearing like a, something really African looking, like a like a headdress thing, and yep. you know, like a like a you know, she did a material. she did a flowing like, dress thing that yeah. was uh, outstanding. She always it yeah. was uh, often prints, bright color. That, yeah. That, yeah. And it was uh, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's wearing sort of an African print thing. She's sitting at the piano. It's just her and the piano singing "Bridge Over Troubled Water." Oh, weird. So she accompanied herself. Yeah. Oh, she's wow. an amazing piano player. All right. She's an amazing piano player. So I think that maybe. Um, Aretha Franklin was my gateway drug into soul. And do you know who Marvin Gaye is? Yes. See, these are all okay. names I know. And I know <laughs> that when the songs play, I will be like, that is a famous, uh, that is a famous that singer. That is a famous person. Right. The, do you know who the OJs are? Yes. Love uh, the OJs. I only, I only know uh, Forever Mine, I believe. Was yeah. the name of the song, and uh, that was the song that uh, I, Andy picked for uh, me to walk up the aisle at our wedding. So adorable. adorable! It's adorable. Adorable. Yes, but it's also a very cool song. It's got a nice beat. The kids can sing to it. Anyway, now when my husband and I got married, mm -hmm. and you know how you're supposed to choose what your first dance is, yeah. right? I'm going to burp again, and I did not. I did not. Uh, mute myself. Didn't, um, didn't hear. I, I was like, honey, what should we do for our first dance? And he's like, I don't know. Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love. Like that's, that's the, how romantic my husband is <laughs> because that's a, that's like a rock and roll song. Right. It's not, it's not a romantic first dance. <laughs> I take it. He's a big Lord of the Rings fan, your husband. Uh, so he actually is. He yeah. actually is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's that cross, crossover with uh, Led Zeppelin yeah. and Lord of the Rings. Sure, it's true. It's true. Yeah, because they mentioned Mordor in one of their songs, right? They're well. I am told that I would probably like Lord uh, Led Zeppelin, and I probably already like Led Zeppelin. Uh, you but, just uh, don't know it. But I don't you know just it. Don't and, know it. Uh, because yeah. they are they are big uh, sort of sci fi fantasy guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, where was I? Okay, so Aretha Franklin. Oh. Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye. So a lot of these people are Motown. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, Aretha is not. Aretha wasn't on Atlantic Records. She oh. was not Motown. No. Even though I 
think she might be from Detroit. But we'll have to watch the biopic, won't we, Jackie? Right. Or the documentary, which I heard is better than that biopic, even though um, the woman who plays Aretha Franklin does all the singing and is an amazing uh, singer. Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Hudson, Hudson. yes. Gotta love her. I do love her. And I think that if anybody could do Aretha, she could. But unfortunately, no one can do Aretha. (laughs) Because no one can sing like her. No one can make her choices. Because you've got some of these singers like, Oh, I know that um, you had somebody on who talked about Mariah Carey, who's a talent. Don't get me wrong. But Mar- Mariah Carey and Whitney both had those amazing pipes, mm-hmm. but they never knew when to rein it in, in my opinion, in oh, my okay. humble opinion. You enjoy Aretha Franklin more than Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston, even though you enjoy Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Is that what yes, I'm hearing? Because I, yes, because I think I think Aretha had nuance or, or yes. there was, yes. Yes, there's a reason she was called the Queen of Soul. Fair enough. There's a and reason she is she from Detroit, the by the way. But uh, thank you, God, you're quick. It was quick on the my uh, my my. Uh, I should name the phone because that's my personal assistant, uh, <laughs> Tiberius. I used to uh, back about 10, 12 years ago. Tiberius Dracus, our iguana, was the uh, was our PA. Ooh, Gordy, Gordy could be our new PA. Gordy's my tiny dog. Anyway, uh, oh, your so, tiny dog that gets you walking, gets yeah. you because you you want to take. 10, right. 15 minute walks a day. Three or of them. Yeah. I totally just want to take three 15 minute walks a day. You know more about me because of losing it podcast than anything. I know you so well. We're best uh, friends. You yeah. didn't know that, but we're best friends. Now. And here we are. So, <laughs> so Aretha okay. Franklin gets you into it. Aretha Franklin gets me into it. Uh, and also Marvin Gaye gets me into it because Marvin Gaye was a genius. Mm-hmm. And Aretha Franklin was a genius. Mm-hmm. She was a vocal genius and also arranged all her songs, wrote some of her songs, could play the piano like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, and and no one ever sang like her before and no one will ever sing like her again because of her incredible taste okay. of her choices about how she sang. Okay. Right? That's my opinion. My opinion. I'm dorking <laughs> this out. Is your, I get to dor- you get to dork this- out. This is your hour. Okay. Make it so. Good, good, good. Okay, so then we've got Marvin Gaye, who was a Motown guy and one of the early Motown guys. And the way I met Marvin, metaphorically speaking, I was going to say, (laughs) (laughs) although I saw him in concert, saw him in concert, um, but we'll get to that later. Um, It was through an album that he had, a duet album he had with Tammy Terrell, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Okay. And that, I think, is 1960s. And one of their big hits was You're All I Need to Get By. You're all I need to get by. Uh, do you remember? Is nope. it is it hitting that's me? Not, nope. That's not that's not hitting me. But uh, and I've never heard of uh, Tyrell. I've never heard of oh, oh, Tammy. Uh, uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy and I did you you Tammy Terrell, yeah, right? Terrell. I, yeah, Tammy. I don't know. Anyway, she died tragically, and I think they were a couple, but uh-huh. I could be getting that wrong. Sure. But that 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 um, duets album was fantastic, and kind of before duets were a thing. It wasn't really duets weren't really a thing, and that was Motown. And then Marvin Gaye went on to write uh, an album that was a concept album called "What's Going On," which is arguably one of the top five best albums of the 20th century. It's it came out in late 60s when the Vietnam War was happening. It's all about 
Um, What's going on is one of the tracks on it. Um, Mercy, Mercy Me is another track on it where he talks about the environment. Um, Mercy, Mercy Me, things ain't what they used to be. I've heard Um, that one. What about this overcrowdedness? How much more can can we put up with or something? I fucked up Mm -hmm. the lyrics. But the point is, he did a concept um, album, I think, before Stevie Wonder. Um, And if, if you read if you read up on what's going on, all these music critics will talk about what a brilliant album it is. Okay. And he wrote it and he, I think, and I could be wrong, played all the instruments on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Like the guy was a genius and um, um, I will definitely give you one or two uh, of tracks those. off of that one. Okay. And so we've got, so we've got Aretha, we've got Marvin um, and that brings us kind of to Diana Ross. Oh, I thought okay. she did disco. Am I getting ahead of myself? Well, <laughs> Diana Ross was, do you know the girl group that she was in before she was Diana Ross? I do. I know. The Supremes. Go, go, Jack- the Supremes. <laughs> Jackie. Jackie Kayshawn, you get to go on to the bonus round. Exactly. Yes, you did it. You did it. <laughs> See? You know some shit. You know some sure. shit. I've retained some some things. Yes. It's not all just Harry Chapin albums. Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> my ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, I have new earbuds, wireless earbuds from Raycon, and I have to tell you that uh, the world is weird, we know that, and I am back out in it, and I don't know how you're adjusting to it, but what I like to do is I like to put some earbuds on and listen to some kind of inspirational rock tunes. I'm doing uh, I'm doing a nice mixture, you know, people do musical episodes of the Dork Forest and I get eight songs. Eight Indigo songs, Indigo Girl songs, eight Stevie Wonder songs, uh, and eight R&B songs, which will come from this very episode, quite honestly. Because uh, sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up, and sometimes you need some calm, encouraging music, you know. There's, I think I'm listening, to, there's a Frank Turner song on my mix. There's Sarah Barillis, if I'm saying her name right. That song, Brave, that's kind of encouraging. I like uh, I like older stuff. I like newer stuff. I like that song uh, from Deadpool. <laughs> uh, it's interesting that they would have me talk about the music I'm listening to, but I will say that these earbuds are outstanding. Raycons are the best way to listen. They're tiny. They don't stick out of your head. Uh, they have gel tips that are super comfortable. They have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. Uh, I was stuck at an airport, long time. And the charger is also the same charger as my Switch. So uh, when I couldn't find my the charger for this, I eventually found it, but uh, I could charge it with the Switch charger. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So give them a try. You'll see what I mean. If you need wireless earbuds, give Raycon a try. So if you go... Uh, create your own soundtrack, essentially, obviously, with Raycon. Right now, the Dork Forest listeners, you can have 15% off the Raycon order. 
at buyraycon.com slash dork. It's buyraycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash dork and save 15% on Raycons. Uh, The link will be in the notes and um, buyraycon.com slash dork. And now let's get back to the show. So Diana Ross was in the Supremes. Right. Diana Ross was the lead singer of the Supremes. Many, many people have said that Dream Girls is sort of a takeoff on what happened in the Supremes. Okay. Where where the pretty skinny one got all the attention, but the one who could sing the best, who might have not been so skinny, did not. Now, there was some bad blood between Diana Ross and um God, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. Um Mary Wilson, Mary Wilson. And Mary Wilson actually left the Supremes. But we don't need to get into that minutia. So, so the point is, Diana Ross, discovered by Barry Gordy, and then after having, like, I don't know, 10 number one hits with the Supremes and a huge career, I th- she left the Supremes. She went solo. And it was, um, you know, it was a big deal that she left because they were so popular and there was bad blood between her and Mary Wilson. And uh, so fast forward. um, I don't know. I'm actually, I'm not fast forwarding. So my brother is a huge Diana Ross fan. Okay. I'm a big Diana Ross (laughs) fan, but he is a huge Diana Ross fan. Okay. So he gets tickets to see Diana Ross at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. I'm 16. Right. He's 18. We get in a car, in that Los- same shitty car, and drive from Las Vegas to from California, from you know, our little house. Los Angeles. To in Los Angeles to Las Vegas. Four hours, three or four hours, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Through the Mojave Desert. Right. In the 12th century, when we were children, uh, it, w- w- with and, a and screwdriver. No, exactly. Yeah. Yes. We're children. I have borrowed an outfit from a neighbor that we have <laughs> who, and it's this great outfit that's like, it's like, looks like it's white satin and it's got like a halter top and these high-waisted elephant pants sure. and like a scarf and a, and I mean, I feel like I'm the coolest thing on the planet. And right. my brother has like my brother's my brother's gay um, and made some very bold fashion choices in high school because he was <laughs> sure because he was not only what did he have a great fashion sense, he was incredibly brave. So mm-hmm. he went to high school and basically said, yeah, guys, I'm gay. What of it? In like wow. 1972, wow. 1972. That is v- incredibly. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Wow. That is, that is terrifying and an amazing of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. So I'm there in my, so we drive to Vegas. We check in at Caesars. (laughs) We're in Caesars palace. (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. Out of the Tropicana right now. Uh, So Caesars is right around here. Is that, is that, are you right now? I'm in the Tropicana. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, just, you know, tip your hat to Caesars for me. I will. Because we didn't just go there once. We went there a bunch of times to see right? whoever, right? To see Diana. Well, we saw Diana there. We actually saw, I think we saw Gladys Knight and the Pips, another R&B Motown group. Right. Okay. 
Midnight Train to Georgia. Ooh, ooh. Yep. That's Gladys Knight and the Pips, another woman with an amazing voice. So there my brother and I are, Cardi and I, and uh, we get all dressed up. Cardi's got some high-waisted, you know, bell bottoms on and some platform shoes. And I've got my little satin outfit on. Mm -hmm. And we go to, and as you know, when you go to the fancy big, big place, the big venue at Caesars Palace, you don't have assigned seats. You just I didn't know that. It's it's stayed, day, it's like the Who stampede seats. No, it's 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 um tables, like tables coming oh. out perpendicular from the stage. Oh, so like, you're like a like, like a Sunday uh, like a Lutheran yes, like pancake. Yes, like a Sunday Lutheran pancake. <laughs> yes, meal. Okay. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! But Diana Ross is going to be in the front but of the Diana room. Diana Ross. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we get there, and the the major the major D whoever's seating <laughs> us. Sure. My brother says to him, "It's our. We just got married. We're on our honeymoon." He says, clutching my arm. <laughs> She's. She's our favorite. <gasps> he hands, then hands the guy $20. He walks us up. <gasps> We're next to the stage. Your We're brother next to the stage has got the cojones oh. of Gibraltar. Uh, times he does. Two. He does. He uh, does. He has the cojones. He's 18 at this point. He's, where he's 18. Just like, Pardon me. Yeah, 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 excuse me. It's me and my lovely wife here. <laughs> me and my lovely wife. Also my sister. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know yeah, Torrance yeah. was quite so advanced. Uh, <laughs> or, or regressive. Or not. Regressive, I think. Anyway. So, so, we, um, so we're sitting next to the stage. Like yeah. literally, Cardi's here. The stage is right next to him. I'm right next to him. Diana Ross comes out. She sings. Mm -hmm. She's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I think she's already done Lady Sings the Blues. Um, the story of what famous singer, Jackie? This uh, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Aretha was alive, <laughs> and but she didn't want to do it. She didn't want it. She, nah, let's, let, let's let Diana I do it. I was just guessing. Uh, uh, Billie Holiday. Oh, Billie Holiday. Uh, I, know, I, jazz. I know Billy Holiday's work only because I took a class. There you go. It was a, <laughs> it was a class on jazz. And uh, from right. a, yes. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So Diana Ross has done Lady Sings the Blues. Mm -hmm. And so she comes out, she sings a bunch of her Supremes hits. She sings stuff from Lady Sings the Blues. She she has five costume changes, you know, <gasps> and she's like she comes out in one outfit and then another. And she's got dancing. She's got dancers. OK. And and her dancers. Yeah. are all from a 1970s show that was like, um, oh God, what's the famous one with Dick Clark? Like American Bandstand, but almost only R&B uh, artists. Do you remember? Well, I was going to guess Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> TV show, TV show. American like Weekly Bandstand. American Bandstand. Yeah, the, 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 the funky black version of oh, it was. Soul Train. Yes. Oh my God, go. Jackie, you are doing so well. You're going <laughs> under the bonus round. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, exactly. So all the dancers that Diana has are from Soul Train. Okay. A show, by the way, that my brother and I watch every Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember when it was sure. on. Sure. Right. Because it had and, a lot of soul in R&B. And, and we're and we're trying to do the moves, you know? We're right. Like, <laughs> and, you know. You're okay. Well. You're all right. Doing, yeah. doing it pretty well. It can happen. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait till you see what happens. Okay, so at the time, Diana Ross's big hit was Love Hangover, mm-hmm. which is why you said disco, because that's kind of a disco hit. And it's a long hit. Like the EP of it is probably seven minutes long. Wow. Right? So Diana's singing and it starts out slow. I want, I don't want a cure for this. I, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I got a love hangover kind of a thing. It starts out slow mm-hmm. and then it speeds up. Mm-hmm. Bump, 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 bump. And then Diana Ross, what does she do? She leaves the stage. <gasps> she leaves the stage and her dancers are out there dancing. Right, right. Why does she leave? Because she has to make another costume change. That's right. <laughs> That's why you hire dancers. You're like, don't look behind the curtain. I have to go over here and put on a different shimmery outfit. A different shimmery outfit. Yep. And of course, this outfit, I think, is pants so she can dance a little better. Sure. She comes back out and she's dancing. And my brother and I are sitting there. You know, of course, we're like dancing in our seats. Mm-hmm. And she's dancing and the and the dance backup dancers are dancing. And she says to my brother and she says, come on up on stage and <gasps> dance with me. Oh, my God. Did your brother faint? Did he my almost lose brother, his? My brother just said, yeah, he stood up one foot on the chair, another foot on the table, standing on the stage, dancing with Diana Ross. Oh, my God. The time of his life. But wait. It gets, gets better. better. <laughs> and I'm like, dun, 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 dun. and she like, you come, come on up on stage too. I know you two just got married. <laughs> <laughs> How's the honeymoon? Have you consummated yet? <laughs> Yikes. Go. <laughs> Did you save yourself? Because I think you're a little young. Um, oh my gosh. So I am 16 years old in my fabulous fake satin outfit with the Mm -hmm. elephant pants and my brother and his platforms dancing on stage at Caesar's palace with Diana Ross. I could die now and it would be okay. It's yeah, that is, that's leaving out a win for sure. And then they died and it was okay. (laughs) So, so I mean, and, and here's the thing. So we do it and the song ends and Diana, Diana came over and gave us each a kiss. I had her lipstick <gasps> on my cheek. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. pretty special. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you top that? How do you top that? Uh, I don't know. Did, uh, did you get to meet Jesus? What happened? <laughs> what, what, is, what was there? It was there. Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> so funny because you, few people know what a big R&B fan Jesus is. He was, you oh, know. he was oh. a gra- grassroots, grassroots. Grassroots. R- loved it. He was loved the Barry Gordy of his day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the apostles, they could, ooh, they could put down, they sure. could put down some, some beats, man. They could mm-hmm. get funky. Yeah. You can't really tell in the Last Supper photo, but they all have instruments underneath the table. You know, a weird story that uh, I think I've told before on the Dork Forest, which is uh, that my stepmother once, get this, accidentally uh, heard Malcolm X speak uh, because she was invited to go to a dance and it was a Catholic dance, um, but it was on, you know, Milwaukee's enormously segregated middle 60s, uh, early 60s. And uh it was uh, it was a dance that was a mixed dance with 
of black people and white people. And she couldn't tell her parents, but she really wanted to go to this dance. And it was sponsored by uh, a black Catholic church that wanted to get the kids to hear Malcolm X. So they had a dance that also had a speech that but was going to have great music. So uh, her, her and a couple of friends went and uh, she was like, it was one of the weirdest, uh, most amazing things in my life that I got to hear Malcolm X speak. So, wow. Yeah. That is a great story. Yeah. Cool. And smart, smart. Oh, so that's how you let's sell it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let's bring some music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the wow. kids will come if there's a dance and boys and girls will both be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, so, the thing about so that's that's the you know the pinnacle of of the Diana Ross dorkdom, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't stop there because we went back more than once. We we danced on stage with her more than once. My brother has probably danced on stage with her five times because wow. every time she sees him in the audience, she calls him up. She recognizes him. She recognizes him. She's like that's she that kid. That's that guy. That's that, kid. That's that's that guy. guy. That's that guy with the there's young that middle, wife and, they, and there's and that middle aged really... man. There's <laughs> a, you know, like it's a it's a flip book of the aging process. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And fortunately, Diana does age as well. But um yes. uh, she <laughs> sure. still looks damn good. So so that's so, <laughs> so okay. So I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. So that's the Diana Ross story is is you kind know, of the greatest dancing, story. That's such a dancing, great story. Yeah. Dancing on stage with Diana Ross. <laughs> like, how do you beat that? Right. When you're when in, in term in, in our lives, the, the sun rises and sets with her at that point in our lives. Right. She was everything to us. Um, well, another another sort of uh, 70s R&B soul funk uh, thing is we'll go back to we'll go back to um, uh, Marvin Gaye. Um, and seeing him live, which okay. was, I mean, it's going to pale in comparison. It's going to pale in comparison, <laughs> but af- after, after what's, what's going on, which was his Grammy winning album. And it was a, it was genius. It on? was brilliant. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. He came out with let's get it on. Oh, and yes. let's get it on is all about guess what, Jackie? Getting it on? Is it about tab A, slot A, doing it, doing it? Yes, yes. It's about following those IKEA instructions and just <laughs> to. Hey, nice Allen wrench. Anyway, so <laughs> ridiculous. Is that an Allen wrench in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see me? Or are you yes, just exactly? Are you just looking for the meatballs? <laughs> you just looking for the Swedish meatballs department? Anyway, so. So, so let's get it on was also a really good album and very much a dance album. And, you know, let's get it on, um, is about getting it on and every, again, a concept album, everything about it is about having sex. The it's line- not necessarily <laughs> the highest concept. <laughs> exactly. It's a common denominator concept. <laughs> so. But it, but um, it, very popular, the, I assume. Well, the lie it was very popular. He had like five or six hits out of it, and his 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 "Let's Get It On" tour. Mm-hmm. I saw him at the Forum in oh, Los nice. Angeles, sure. and was maybe twenty feet away from him. And I will say that he, at that moment time in his life, was probably one of the sexiest men on the planet, and was singing "Let's Get It On." <laughs> Which, hey, baby, yeah, let's get it on. Oh, you my don't God. have to worry. 
let's get it on. So, <laughs> yeah. And so you were sitting there in your own, just marinating in the Peter tingles that were coming at you. you oh, so many tingles, so many tingles, so many tingles. And, um, but let's, let's circle back to Richard Pryor, shall we? Oh, let us. Now he's not an R&B star or no, he's not. funkadelic or funkadelic star, but arguably the, I don't know, one of the best comics of all time. I think so. I mean, it was, uh, I, yeah, uh, easily. I mean, brilliant. Uh, I remember I had never, we never listened to stand up when I was a kid or music. Sadly, (laughs) there was, I, there was some albums, but every time my father would walk in, he'd like, turn that off. But you were reading Spencer for hire. I was busy reading um... (laughs) novels. I had Dan frontier novels to finish. And so, uh, Louis L'Amour. And so the, but the, um, you didn't have yeah. stand-up albums. Right. So I, I listened to, to Richard Pryor probably just 10 years ago. And it was still, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it was amazing how how much we all learned from him. Like how, yeah. how hard he was hacked, right? Yeah. So everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the learning curve and the, th- the outright theft <laughs> were both yeah. incredibly flattering, I'm sure, yeah. to him. Yeah. But yeah. not, not so much. Yeah. Anyway. I know. And, and so- the reason I go back to Richard Pryor is because he plays piano man in Lady Sings the Blues. And if you've oh. never seen Lady Sings the Blues, I highly recommend it. Okay. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. Diana Ross is phenomenal in it. She was nominated for an Oscar. Richard Pryor is mind blowing in it. He's so good. He's not playing a comic character and he's unbelievable. Is unbelievable. Is it? it- it's a biopic, obviously, right? It's a biopic about Billy Billy Holiday, who was a famous jazz singer who had a pretty tragic life. Right, right. And, and Diana Ross plays her. Diana Ross plays her. Billy D. Williams. You uh, are you? Do you have? Are you? I know you're. I know you're uh, Billy D. In, Williams. I know who Billy D. Williams is. He's Lando Calrissian. From Star Trek. Thank uh, you. Star yes. Wars. I, I mean, yes. Star Wars. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. No, no. It's. Uh, <laughs> I've been there. I've misspoke. Yeah, yeah. They're both no, wonderful. No, I, I, I know that you're. I know that you're into Star Trek. I didn't know if you were. I didn't know if Star Wars was part of your dorkdom. Is it? Sure, all of it. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is my, the great thing about the Dork Forest is I'm I'm now invested in Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye. So uh, I'm, I'm, at, I'm on board. Tell you, if you want to see Lando Calrissian at his most unbelievably sexy and wearing like all these great suits from the 30s and 40s, yeah, you go watch Lady Sings the Blues and. <laughs> And you will be marinating, young lady. You will be. <laughs> I will be experiencing the Peter Tangles. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So we got Billy D. Williams. We've got Diana Ross. And we've got Richard Pryor playing Piano Man. Right around this time, uh, my, <laughs> really, my brother, if I didn't have my brother, none of this would have happened. I just would have been home, like, you know, listening to the monkeys or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which I also enjoyed as a child. I did too. And they I were, still, but do you know what I mean? Right. They're but, but it's a different level. It's genuinely yeah. a different level. It's like, it's, it's enjoying because this stuff is art. It's genuinely, it's, art. it's artistic. Yeah. yeah. And they're benchmarks for times in 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 music and in soul and in funk and in R&B that are phenomenal. So my brother says, hey, after school one day, hey, tonight's the NAACP Image Awards. They're having them 
and I don't think it was the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion because it was somewhere where it was like, like, like how the Golden Globes are, like tables everywhere. Yeah. The circle table. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah those circle tables. He's like, let's go. Now, <laughs> this was years before they were. Is they he were, your only brother? I have two brothers. You have two My brothers. My other brother is is Dick, and he is the the oldest. I'm the baby. Cardi's in the middle. Uh-huh. And Dick is um Dick, you know, introduced me to Led Zeppelin, to tell you the truth. And right. um, and blunt and um but he wasn't Faith dragging and, you off to no, venues. he was not drag he no, he was very busy <laughs> having his own tingles and having a oh, lot of sex go. with sure. beautiful, yeah, yeah, with yeah. He was he was busy. Right. In another right, arena, right, right. Cardi and I were like, yes, <laughs> "It's I like I need you to be my beer." <laughs> and uh... <laughs> so, so we get in the car, same car, sure. Go down to a place I don't remember this where it was. This car has actually survived a great oh, number of of. It survived trips. so much, yes. so much. But what I, I look back on it, Jackie, and I'm like, "How did my brother know that the NAACP Image Awards were happening that night? How did he know that there was no internet?" They weren't talking about that on the news. How did he know? I'm going su- I'm, I'm to suggest zines, uh, hand-printed zines. Because As in there the was magazine. A, yeah, there, uh, there were underground uh, sort of, uh, you know, music fans who just sort of word of mouth, and they would literally Xerox stuff and hand them yeah. out. Mm. And um, I bet you he was, you know, because he was probably in sort of an... Uh, you know, had a lot of friends in the gay community who were also underground and the, and, and that art community can overlap all that stuff. Maybe I'm going to have to ask you should him because ask all him. I know, all I know is he's like, do you want to go? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. We go. We go it's right? no Amber alert. It's not just showing up <laughs> on his rotary phone. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we go there before we're even, before we even sit down, we see Michael Jackson and the Jackson five walking in. How did you get in? He had tickets. You just, you just got a, a ticket. You just went. It was, I mean, I don't know. It's like my brother was magical. <laughs> I don't know. All that I is know, amazing. Right. And I'm wearing some mini skirt and platform shoes. And I look, you know, I I'm again, I'm 15 or 16. I probably look 13. Right. Party's probably got hair, hair down to here, but he's got a fabulous outfit on. You know, right, he looks right. great. Sure. So before we even sit down, the Jackson five walk past. And what? I'm like, hi, Michael. And this was when Michael was adorable. Yeah. And, and he was a boy. He was probably he was a boy. Yes. He, he was, was a just boy. a little, little man child being with a, with no a, doubt being. Yeah. With his yeah, Afro and his, and his, and his adorableness. Cause he was 11. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I think he was actually two years younger than me. So if I was 15, he was probably 13. Oh, wow. And so there's the Jackson five. And then I look over and there's Cher. Cher's <gasps> there. Cher is there. You know, Cher she's half there. Armenian. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. know that. I yes. did know that. It turns out it's a big mm-hmm. deal if you're Armenian to know that yeah. Cher's half Armenian. Anyway. And and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I see the resemblance. <laughs> Look deeply into my eyes. I'll sell you a, a rug. So she we used to make a joke about how she's saying half breed. And she was talking about being half Armenian. Half but Armenian. she was actually talking about being half Native American. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, so, okay. So then while we're there, who else do we see? Aretha Franklin. But now Aretha Franklin is sitting at a table. So we get to go up to her 
and tell her how much we like her. Oh my gosh. Wow. And who else do we see? <gasps> Richard Pryor sitting at table because he's been nominated for Lady Sings the Blues for playing Piano Man. What? And who else is there? Oh yeah, Diana Ross. What? And Gladys Knight and the Pips and Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Like, like every, like it's like uh, the who's it, who of exactly everything. the who's who of R&B of uh, 70s soul and funk. Quincy Jones was there. Was Sly and the Family Stone there? You know, Sly wasn't there. And it's funny because Sly, it's almost like he was in his own little groove. The, the, uh, you know the, what I mean? The reason I think of him is because I own the Dick Cavett DVDs. And there's, oh. a, there's a couple of great episodes with Sly, who on one of them, I don't know if this is both of them, but one of them, he is so clearly... Had some Very marijuana. Yes, yeah. he's he's had the Mary Jane, <laughs> and uh, but he's sitting there, like with like some weird right wing Nazi dude, and uh and he's just sitting there, kind of leaned back, and he's like, huh. and he just laughs at the guy, <laughs> like beat after beat on this Dick Cavett episode, and it is awesome to to perceive and and, and Sly and the Family Stone. One of my favorites as well. Yeah. One of my favorites as well. They were brilliant. He was brilliant. And how about that voice, Jackie? Just his speaking voice was so gorgeous. It's like a stick of butter. Right? It's like, it's oh, like, it's oh. like, it's like eating a stick of butter listening like to that eating guy. A stick of butter. Into your ear. Yeah. Into your ear, yeah. a stick of butter. Yeah. I will definitely put a couple of Sly and the Family Stone, at least one Sly and the Family Stone song on there. You are going to be um, disappointed uh, to know that playlist. we have 10 more minutes. We're no, that's look. okay. That's oh, okay. Oh, I feel good. like I know. No, we're fine. We're fine. Oh, good. Let me just uh, <laughs> let me just think if I've missed anything really important. Um, Probably. But here's the thing is there's only so many like you can pick five of your favorites. Yeah. You know, yeah. Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross, Marvin Gaye. Um, did you well, ever see? Wait a minute. Yeah, I go. did do a music thing. I once yeah. opened stand up wise for a right? singer. I don't yeah. know what kind of music it was because I had to. I wasn't. I wasn't you were able to stay for the show because I had another show. But they were oh, like, "Hey, right. her opener, her opener dropped out. Which could you go do twenty minutes in front of uh, the richest? Uh, it was like you ever see uh, White Man's Burden with John Travolta? Uh, it I was, never saw that. It's essentially it's a very beautiful movie that has one message that I needed to learn. <laughs> And so I, when I saw it, it was essentially John Travolta is a white man in a black man's world. Mm. And so it is essentially you just see institutionalized racism. Right. It's just one image right. of institutionalized racism after another where you're like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah. And so right. Right. Uh, I opened for Anita Baker. Oh, what kind I of music is that? Uh, that's R&B and okay. with a really heavy jazz feel to it. Okay. Love Anita Banker. And and I wonder what happened to her. She had that one really great album. Probably still working. Like the, yeah. But I, I'm a big fan. She's, she's on one of my, she's on my cool down playlist for when, after <laughs> I work out. Oh, after you work out. Good for you. <laughs> I don't know why, why have I attempted to sing at any point? Because <laughs> I, I'm only talking about the amazing greatest singers, singers in the yeah. world. So in then history. I'm going to try to be Anita, Anita Baker. No, don't think so. No, see. Yeah, yeah. You guys all have Spotify. Knock yourselves out. And there will be there'll be a nice playlist of just some sample stuff. So that'll be great. Yes, 
Yes, I will definitely send you a playlist. So I guess here's the long and short of it. The long and short of it is one of the things that I'm always grateful. I do gratitude lists. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I'm feeling really down, I do a hundred things on a gratitude list. What? Yeah. And here's the thing, Jackie, it's really easy. Be surprised how easy it is. Well, if you start with some basics, right? Yeah. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful for this chair. Thank you. Above ground, right? Mm -hmm. So, so, and what I'm all often really grateful for for is, wow, Nelsie, I just had a mini stroke there. Let me just say that again. What I'm often really grateful for is music. And I'm grateful for Spotify because you can go to Spotify and you can go, oh, wow. Remember that, uh, remember that Marvin Gaye song that I loved or remember that fill in the blank song, that Gladys Knight and the Pip song. Then you just, you look for it and you can listen to it. When I look at my playlists now, I'm, you know, I have so much seventies R and B, uh, some eighties R and B. I mean, I, I have very broad taste. You right. know, I like, I do love, um, I do love the monkeys. Mm-hmm. I do love Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I loved the Carpenters. I grew mm-hmm. up listening to the Carpenters. Saw the Carpenters live. Yes, I did. Sure. So I had very broad taste in music, but music... I saw the Statler Brothers once. That was an oh accident, my. and it wasn't bad. Was, it was all right. Really? Yeah. Tell me, it was nice. And what's what's their hit? Uh, they sang the that. national anthem. That was the first thing they sang to open and, their concert. Oh, okay. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> as as I looked at my my one of my best friends, oh, TJ Ford, God. who insisted I come. Yeah. I oh. looked at her and I was like, "All right, I okay. guess we're standing for the national anthem." Wow. So there you go. And then wow, they sang an, some cowboy songs. Some cowboy songs. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't recognize any of the cowboy songs? No, well, she used to play the album a lot, a couple of albums, so I recognized them, but I I couldn't yeah. tell you what they were right now. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the Statler brothers. I saw, you know, I saw Billy Joel. I saw Tori Amos on her uh, just after she was raped to her, uh, where she sang about that. That was <laughs> super sad and well, very powerful. She, is that what she called the tour? <laughs> she just have. after I was raped to her? Yeah, she's like, hey, uh, guess who was raped and I'm going to sing about it. And you assholes are going to buy this album is what she wow. should have called that tour. And because it, it wow. was incredibly powerful. I, and wow. I, I saw her in Minneapolis in a very small venue and she sang about it and I didn't know who she was before I went because I I've seen several concerts because someone has an extra ticket and the person who cared has fallen through and so they're like hey would Jackie go and I'm like what are the white stripes and so oh, then you saw the white stripes I did I did oh, I, my, my friend Joe Wilson who used to co-host the show back in the 2006-2007 era uh, he was, uh, he had an extra ticket. <laughs> That's fair. And, mm-hmm. you know, talk about sort of off the main stream, white stripes, right? Sure. It's like, it's two people and a drum and a guitar or something, isn't it? Like very bare bones. Sure. I was at one of the very, I was at the first, second, uh, the second Lollapalooza accidentally. Uh, yeah. Jack, you, Jackie, you, you got to lead with this stuff because you're really, you know, you've got this, you've got this, cool, you've got some cool cred going on. <laughs> sure. I saw Jane's addiction. I didn't get it. Uh, I couldn't because here's what I liked about the White Stripes is that I was uh, Joe gave me their album 
And uh-huh. so I listened to it and they only had the one album at the time. I think it was the White Stripes. So you were up to speed. You were right. Up to so speed. I could sing along with all of it. And so I enjoyed that concert a great deal. I, I love say. that. I love when I you love that. sing along. That's great. That's great. So I, I guess I, all I have to say is that I love music and that my connection with my brother, uh, which is very still very strong today, and with both my brothers, Cardi and I are a little closer um, for a variety for of reasons. For obvious reasons. He's yes. dragging you off to Vegas. He's dragging me to Vegas and getting me on stage with Diana Ross. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he and I... <laughs> just he and I were actually on the gong show. Um, no, no, that's not quite right. We were bumped from the gong show okay. because, uh, sure, but, you were um, so close. We went to the taping, we sure. went to the taping sure. and we, and we danced a jazz dance, jazz hands. <laughs> and to guess what, guess what, Jackie, what? an R and B song, an R and B song. Which one do you remember? <laughs> it was, can you feel a brand new day from okay. the whiz? Ah, the whiz, the whiz, which of course we saw on Broadway, but also saw the, the movie version with Diana Ross. Not very good, uh, but not very good. The soundtrack. Amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. And That's her, her, her version, her version of home is mm-hmm. amazing. There you go. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah. So long, the long and short of it is uh, music is amazing. And it got me through so much, like mm-hmm. so many people on the planet. Yeah. And um. If, if you guys have not listened to any of these people that I've speaking about, go I immediately should, now I, and I, listen. I have a, a 32 song uh, set list that a playlist that I listen to while I stand in line at airports. And oh. it has not been updated really for about a year uh, because I just added some stuff when we were in lockdown. But I think that I should change it up, create a new one. Made yeah. of these last six months, there's been so many music episodes, uh, and people have sent me eight eight songs, and oh, many of them. Go. Are, Stevie Wonder, it turns out, I'm sh- I know you know this. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! Is yeah, he? yeah. Huh. I don't mean to blow yeah. some minds here, but, yeah. uh, but when, mm-hmm. but when, um, I can't remember who's the name of the woman who did the Stevie episode. I can't it remember. It was Kate Gaffney, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Kate. Yeah. So the funny thing is Kate was like, uh, she mentioned all her faves and as was one of them. And mm-hmm. as is on, on, on many of my playlists, mm-hmm. such a gorgeous song and songs in the key of life is brilliant. And Stevie Wonder is brilliant. Stevie Wonder was also at the NAACP image awards. When oh, we wow. Every top, you know, uh, African-American artist. Um, because was it was the NAACP awards PP and it was awesome. Awards, yeah. That's yeah. so great. And people, nobody said, what are these two small white tiny, people doing here? <laughs> tiny and white what, people. <laughs> why are they with, here? With their crummy car. What's happening? <laughs> why, Everyone was why like, do they keep, oh. why are they talking to us? Right. There's, there's a horn in on everything, whitey mongoose. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Fine. Oh my God! Why did go? They're just children. Yeah. Let them. I be. think we were. Uh, yeah, we were young enough that we that we, we maybe were just kind of cute. Yes. I mean, I think we were probably pretty annoying, but I think we were cute enough. Right. You know. And yeah. And 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 then painless because it didn't go on too long. No. Uh, Nelsie Spencer, let me just say that this has been an amazing hour. Uh, people should go to nelsiespencer.com. Uh, you can listen to her podcast called Losing It at Losing It Pod is on all the socials. And What If Nothing's Wrong, W-I-N-W Pod is her other podcast. And uh, all, all check it out because it's uh, super fun. You were fascinating. I had a lovely Thanks. time. 
great Thank you. stories. I had a lovely time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?